again. Welcome to Foreign Manhood. My name is Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And I'm back to visit. Just Jamie, not visiting. It's your, all trades and notes. it's your chair, buddy. You're not visiting. It's your chair. It's good to be back. Yeah, we've missed you, buddy. Yeah, so we have a uh, fun-filled episode today. Fun-filled. Fun-filled. Fun yep. Today's going to be a good one. I'm excited. I'm glad you're here, Jamie. J- Jamie's here <laughs> to help. Uh, be the buffer between you two guys. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I plan on uh, uh, making it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get to today's With friends subject, like Mike Watt, who needs enemies? You know, yeah, that's right. I got you, boy. I got you. All right, so let's do a quick review. Um, this series we've been talking about archetypes of manhood. Um, archetypes are these molds or paths that you need to be a man, um, and and you got to kind of have to fill out these things. We we are borrowing from secular wisdom, um, and then looking at uh, what Scripture has to say about how we can be sanctified in these ways. So, <clears throat> week one was the king. Any any uh, highlights from the king you want to restate there, Trev? Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about how the king first finds his identity in Christ before he can rule well. Yeah, yeah, I did find it funny. We didn't take an example from the best king of all. That's right, <laughs> King Jesus. Um, I do find it funny that uh, ladies would call themselves queens, but uh, in this world, if you... Uh, you call yourself a king it's offensive oh yeah they don't like they don't like that i don't like that you know what i are one so i I wouldn't call myself a queen either that's right (laughs) (laughs) all right so the next week was the warrior um growing from hero to warrior that was a good episode we we got lots to say about fighting fighting Mm -hmm. we can talk we can talk about fighting um and uh inspiring guys to do that as well then we talked about the uh, magician slash theologian. Everybody loved that episode. Really? Because we sang a lot in that episode. No, nah, we sang in the other one. You we, sure? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we did sing in the other one. <laughs> Just kidding. We did sing. We did some singing. Um, I do my singing with my eyes wide open. <laughs> no? No? <laughs> It's a different song? I don't know. Uh, they changed the words. What do you know? <laughs> um, anyways, the magician was talking about uh, uh, having uh, having this knowledge and wielding it well, um, to which we related to being a theologian. Every every Christian man should be a theologian. This week. This week. <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you didn't look at me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just about to start singing. I'm going to need your help. <clears throat> what are you singing? Baby, da-na-na, my sweet... No? I don't know what song you're talking about. Oh, because then at some point she says, hey, lover boy. <laughs> We're talking about the lover. <laughs> We're talking about the... We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, for Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I got you. I'll do the I'll do the squat and press you up. Here we go. <laughs> this I got to watch. <laughs> Let me pull out my phone. We've done back. it before. We'll it wouldn't be our first time. That's right. I, I need to stretch first, though. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we're talking about the lover. Is there a more awkward word than calling someone a lover? Is there is there anything more awkward? You said passionate lover earlier when we were talking about the show, so passionate. That no, I don't like it when you say it like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> no one does. No one does. I got a little too uh, Joe Biden on you right there, huh? Don't whisper in my ear, please. <laughs> you smell good. 
<laughs> I'm just not wearing headphones. The rest All of right, this. we're talking about the lover. <laughs> I don't know why you got to say it that way. I'm oh, sorry. How about this? The Glover. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> yep, something more awkward. Yep, yeah, yeah. So we, we can't get any more awkward than that. But this also isn't a word we throw around in our regular vernacular. You know what I mean? Well, you can talk about the plumber, but not the lover. That's... I don't think men talk about it at all. I, I don't think, think so. Well, I don't know about it at all, but women are definitely more comfortable talking about it than men. Mm. I mean, I think, I think the subjects get broached if you've got a good friend. Um, we talk about we talk about this kind of stuff. We makes it real awkward, right? Just yeah, power we, through it. We talk about this kind of stuff sometimes. <laughs> but you're, I think you're dang sure it's going to get a laugh, though. Yeah, I think I think definitely women. Obviously, I mean they like rom coms and romantic novels and yeah. crap like that. I don't know crap like that, dude. You need to chill out, man. On son, be respectful of the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> How do you expect to be a Good lover, you say things like that. <laughs> Your lover skills are lacking. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's let's go ahead and dial back that word and call it the passionate man, because I do think this one is going to cover more than just romance. Um, we're talking about being passionate, and uh, um, it does include, um, as Scripture talks about leaving and cleaving. Where's that, where's that Bible verse found there, Jamie? Genesis two four. 224. For this reason, a man will leave behind his father and his mother and will cleave to his wife, and the two will be as one flesh. Just uh, just so you all know, it's pretty awesome, that cool. whole verse. <laughs> I love it when you get to live it out, you know? It's fun. Cool, it's cool, fun. cool. But you uh, don't know any of that, so there. That's why Jamie's here. That's why Jamie's here. <laughs> He's I'll, I'll he's drawing pictures for Trev right now. <laughs> oh my god! Not a picture; it's a diagram. <laughs> a diagram. I apologize. <laughs> All right, so cool. Talking about the passionate man, which does include romance, does include leaving well, leaving your mother and your father well, um, and then cleaving to um, the things you need to be passionate about. In this case, does being kicked your wife. out include sometimes? Yeah, yeah, definitely being, forces a man to grow up pretty quick whenever yeah. he gets kicked out of his house. Yeah, it may it may cause you to fall off on either side of the horse here if if there's some some bad relationships. Um, and so so let's dive in, dive in and talk about those. So so the boy, if he doesn't leave and cleave and leave well, um, or leave and cleave well, he'll turn into a mama's boy or a dreamer. Mm. Break, break those down for us, there, Trev. Yeah, so the mama's boy is the is the 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 boy the that's or the man even that's too attached to his mom mm. and can't can't let go they had uh they said something like can't let go of her apron strings or something like that mm-hmm. um but we all know men like this yeah we know guys like this they care way too much about what their mom thinks super exhausting um and if it would disappoint mama then they ain't gonna do it yeah these are the men who um whose wives come to us and be like can can you help my husband well, like, he may turn into a jerk like me, though, so we think you can't well, win. Not just that, but like these are the guys you see in TV mm-hmm. who... It's everybody care. loves Raymond, right? Everybody loves Raymond, <laughs> yeah. yeah, where yeah. he cares more about his mom yeah. than what his wife has to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eventually you got to fight that fight. Um, and they're constantly comparing their wives to their mothers, too. Ooh. That causes problems. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, so that's the mama's boy. That's one side of the horse you can fall off. The other side is the dreamer. Yeah, the dreamer... 
I mean, he he dreams. He probably dreams big dreams. Yeah. Um, he watches movies. He's real in touch with this for the most part, but is not going to act them out. Hmm. And yeah. or he's doesn't not, know how. Doesn't know how. Well, this this yeah, he doesn't know how. He's not gonna and he's not gonna try. Is mm-hmm. the thing. Like it's okay if you don't know how and you get out there and you try, but this guy's not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we're talking about boys that are doing this, these are the kids we see who uh, who miss the f- the fly ball that goes right by them because they're 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 space cadet looking up in the clouds, and honestly, they're probably dreaming about catching a fly ball, <laughs> and they're missing the one that's coming right to them. You know? Yeah. Um, I only say that because that literally happened to me one time. Um, I remember I was in fourth grade. Sitting in the outfield, left field, because I was terrible. Didn't know how to use a glove. And uh, No, you weren't that bad. They would have put you in right field if you were that bad. Okay, then I was in right field. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever the bad ones go, that was me. Um, I didn't even put a glove on. because I was this bad boy. Yep. And I was sitting there dreaming about, what if a fly ball came by me and I could just catch it with my bare hands? Then a fly ball hit. And they're like, wake up. And I dove and it hit my hands hard. No glove. Mm-hmm. No catch either. <laughs> I was busy dreaming. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, those are kind of the two sides of the horse you can fall off on, and and a lot of it comes from how how well you are nurtured or receive nurturing or compensate for not getting nurturing, right? Mm. Um, you know, I was just thinking about this. Michael Foster had a post not too long ago talking about how online dating has affected has affected um, how we view dating, mm-hmm. and uh, it's in that. Um, in online dating, there's just this swipe left, swipe right. You, it's so picky that it is just it's it's a, in a sense it's just dreaming. Mm. You're like, yeah, I, I like this person, I like this person, I don't like this person, and you're going through finding the most shallow um, things that you like about a person, and trying to just find this over romanticized person. Wow. While missing good people right there. I wouldn't know. Online wasn't even a thing. Actually, online was a thing when I was dating, um, but I didn't know you could online date. Hmm. I might have tried that. Yeah. Well, just instead, I had to man up and talk to a girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, you still have to do that today. You do? Yeah. Do tell. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, man. It gets so red so fast. Uh, <laughs> here we are trying to teach these guys things, and you're just holding back on Holding back your stories. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> guys will just like not engage or they suck at engaging mm-hmm. and uh it is a little awkward at first but eventually you can get yeah. a conversation going but but and this isn't a limited guy problem either as you're talking about people that are picking and swiping based off of the whatever their mental criteria are yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't know how many times i heard friends Tell a story. Tell stories about ladies who were like, "Yeah, but I, I'm really not interested in dating." Hold on, you're on an online dating site. Oh what, yeah, what the heck? You know, it's weird, man. It's just weird. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but I, I don't have their archetypes. I can't tell you how they went wrong. I mean, I could. I could. I could tell you all kinds of problems there. But it's a different podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so the lover, the passionate man. Um, as a boy through development, you've got to not be a mama's boy and not be a dreamer. You got to fall balanced in the middle, mm-hmm. um, and that leads to um, the addicted lover or the impotent lover. Yeah, as a man, 
Yeah. These are the shadows. That yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so men that are listening, listen to these descriptions, see if the, which side of this you could fall off of. Either you're in it or you're more likely to, you know, lean left or lean right kind of a thing. Um, so the, the addicted, the addicted lover, um, has this driven need. Um, this, uh, as Augustine put it, I think it was Augustine, this, this, this hole to be filled in their life. Um, it's this eternal restlessness, this, this vague hunger that they're trying to fill with mostly romance. Right. Mm. Um, and so, so I've got this, this, this need. And, and if I just had this, I'd be fine. Mm. Um, and so there's no developing other things. There's no other spiritual avenues or passions or hunting down because, because if they just had this, um, so we do need to give love its place, right? Uh, what's the, what's the love verse? Uh, first Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Yeah, go ahead. Faith, hope, and love abide. Uh, but the greatest of these, these three, but the greatest of these is love. That's right. So, so that's not just talking about Eros love. That's not just talking about romantic love. Um, in fact, that one I believe is agape love. There's it's, it's God's love. Um, and so we need to, Agape. yeah, I nailed it. Uh, we need to then seek out passions and passions rightly. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so guys, if, if you're, you're, you're treating your, I don't know, your life like, uh, like it was in, I don't know. I just think of youth group, like youth group. When I was in high school, we went from one big event to the next, like, all right, sweet D now. Awesome. D now's over. We got a lock in coming. Yeah. Lock-ins coming. Now we got fifth quarters. Yeah, fifth quarter. All right, fifth quarters are over. We got, we're coming up with camp. Yeah, you know, and it was these, these one next high to the next. Um, if you're living out your life that way still as an adult, um, you're, you're missing it. You're an imbalanced man. Um, mm. Your passions are, are driving you. Um, you're an addicted lover. Oh. Yeah, and these, uh, these are the men, too, that, you see in like you see a lot in movies there's always like one dude in a movie who's sleeping with who knows how many women yeah 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 um i think in reality today yeah i think that plays out in men just looking at pornography all the time yeah chasing that well for the most it's part it's both it's both yeah it's both yeah it's both um yeah yeah i mean we've got friends that aren't h- hanging out with us anymore right because cuz he they they chose a lifestyle that they knew wasn't, they were just going to be convicted of when they were around us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. So this is the addicted lover jumping from one high to the next. And whether it's a relationship or it's a passion that you're just like a floozy, you know. Yeah, I, I think you need to be real specific as to, you know, what, what addiction means. Addiction is you have a s- sensation for the first time. And you spend the rest of the time trying to chase that mm. sensation. And you'll never reach it. Like Andy. Was it Andy? I'm going to chase that feeling yeah. in the office. Mm-hmm. So you get that rush of, of dopamine. And then the rest of the time you're just looking for more and more novel ways to get that same dopamine fix. And yeah. I think the same way with relationships. And even yeah. it gets to the point where it's codependent. I mean, I, yeah. I start getting, you know, uh, pangs from... Uh, you know, withdrawal, and all I'm trying to do is just relieve that pain, not necessarily mm. find that original mm-hmm. feeling. And uh, that's a downward spiral. 
yeah. whether it's with relationships, whether, you know, obviously with pornography. Yeah, it, uh, it can go, yeah, it can, it can go a hundred different directions. Um, so, so if, if the relationship goes well, then like you say, it develops into to codependency, right? If it goes poorly, now you're just chasing that ghost of a relationship, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because that was, honestly, that was your deity. That was your God. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the, the sun that your world revolves around. And so as men, we need a, we need a bigger orbit, uh, than a woman. So the other side is the impotent man. <coughs> Excuse me. This is uh this is the Eeyore, right? Yeah. Um, poor me. Um, you called him black, black, black pilled, black pilled. Yeah. Um, or incels that we called him, Jamie. Incels. Yeah. Um, M G T O W's, right? MGTOWs. MGTOW. What is it? What is MGTOW. Men going their own way. Men going their own way. This is the guys in the black and white TikToks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who would say, "I'll tell you why I don't need a woman," because uh, I tried, uh, and they hate me. And so uh, I'm just living my life without them. I go to work. I feed my dog. I raise my ranch or whatever it is. Um, and I don't need you, woman. Or from Ooh. the Christian perspective, they would just say, "What? Well, I just need you for procreation, which is super, super flattering to the ladies. Yeah, they love it when you say that. <laughs> That's going to work out well for my, you. Uh, my mother-in-law, when she started dating in college, before she met my father-in-law, she went on a blind date with this guy whose sole purpose for being there was to verify whether or not she would make good mother material for his kids. Mm. The kids he didn't have? Yeah. Oh, his imaginary kids. Yeah, I don't think he ever got married. That's a dreamer. Anyways, (laughs) he, uh, of course, date went terrible. She hated him, and and he felt bad for her, so he hooked her up with uh, this friend of his who just happened to be my (laughs) (laughs) father-in-law. That guy was... That guy was work, doing the work, yeah. uh, not just a daydreamer. All right. yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that it's wrong for to like to see if that person was going to be good mom material. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But but clearly he was. He was, was a dreamer. His, yeah, as a soul. You know what I mean? Like that was. That's all he wanted out of this was yeah. a mom for his imaginary kids that didn't exist yet. Yeah, we yeah. never got. Yeah, that he never got. <laughs> it's hard knock life out there. Yep. All right. So what we want to be is not the addicted. Um, lover or the impotent lover, we want to be the passionate man. <sighs> passion, 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 passion. <laughs> Just felt yeah. incomplete. Yeah, so this is the guy who uh, I believe the, the article said he loves his mom, but is decidedly his own man. Yeah, um, I think that's said. where we want to land. We don't want to be mama's boys. We don't want to discount and dishonor our mother. Um, but... Uh, but you got to be your own man. Yeah, he says he talks about being um, in touch with this feminine energy. He gets real weird about some of that stuff. But yeah, loves his mother, has learned a lot from her, but it's decidedly his own man. Yeah, feminine energy. So I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play with that energy. Um, yeah, he just talks about how this person can be warm and sweet and nurturing. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. So I remember, how is that feminine energy? Because men not. aren't men aren't naturally like that. Men aren't naturally loving and nurturing. I, I think we need those. We need those in our life. That's what a passionate lover is, right? Um, and so, you know, it, just to to give it a to wrap this whole thing in a picture. That what I think of immediately when you talked about this was uh, my my dad, um, strong man. He was 
picture of strength to me, right? Um, my cat had kittens and we had to move it from under the house to, to in the box in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I just watched him and his big strong hands scoop up this little blind kitten. Um, and that's how he carried the thing. He didn't, he, he could have crushed it, you know what I mean? But his strength was in check and he was carrying it as that delicate thing needed, you know? Um, I think that's, that's, that's a pretty good passionate man picture, I think. Um, we have this strength, we have this muscle, we don't necessarily have to always be flexing it, you know? Yeah, th- this first sentence in, uh, he talks about assessing this archetype. He says, um, the lover <clears throat> is the most repressed and stunted archetype in men today. Hmm. I would agree with that. I yeah. that's fair. He says, men in the West aren't encouraged to be in touch with their feelings. No. Mm, I don't know. Dude, I think right now the pendulum has swung. When did he write this article? When was this? I don't know when this article was written. I mean, it's a podcast, so... Twenty twenty one, yeah, things are swung the other way. I think it's different. We got fruit loops going on everywhere. Uh, (laughs) I think there's a difference between being in touch with your feelings and just being putting on a dress easily. You know, (laughs) putting on a dress, (laughs) (laughs) trannies and queers everywhere. You know, Uh, I think. Well, I think I was at Target the other day, and I saw an entire aisle devoted to men's makeup. Nope, not doing that. That's not in touch with your feelings. That's just gay. <laughs> that's just that's just that's yeah. different. Yes, <laughs> you're that's, no longer you're, you're no sinning. longer in touch with your feelings. You're Malakoy. <laughs> Malakoy. That's right. You're trying to make yourself pretty. Your Arsenikoy ties is what you are. <laughs> Both uh, the words in the Bible for homosexual acts. Uh, All right, so we want to be biblical, passionate men. How do we do this? Well, I guess let me first start first with this. be biblical. Be biblical, yeah. So, Jamie, would you consider yourself a, a passionate man? Sure. Sure. Uh, more now that I've, you know, become closer to God than I used to be. Yeah. The passions were misplaced. Oh, okay. And now, uh, having good men around me that are good examples has allowed me to, to find what... Um, passionate about in a good and healthy way like uh, woodworking or uh, you know art stuff or things like that creating yeah. things solving problems that kind of stuff that's good that's good I I, I would agree you're a passionate man <laughs> he's in uh, th- they talk about different ways of doing this and as we were going through the list we're like yeah Jamie does this really well he does all of this <laughs> this guy all is... these things nature woodworking it's the Latin lover reading <laughs> it's renaissance man alright Trevor same question. Would you consider yourself a passionate lover? <laughs> I'm sorry. A man of passion. Why sorry. didn't you ask me the same thing you just asked him? You, you just did. asked me a completely different question. I did. That was a completely different question. <laughs> okay, sorry. In the way you said it, it was a completely different question. <laughs> You're right. Let me try again. Just, just answer it. Try again. <laughs> Would you consider yourself a passionate lover? <laughs> See? That's a completely different I'm sorry. question. Again. Would you consider yourself a passionate man? <clears throat> Yeah, I would say so. I know where I fall off. I know where I I know where I am. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Where I would tend to fall off. Okay, so you know you're leaning. I know my shadow. Like yeah. Okay. All right. I I would I would definitely lean towards addicted lover. You definitely have a addicted I have personality. Addictive personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I know what I'm well, about, son. <laughs> I uh, would fall off the other side of the horse completely and just dissociate with the whole world. I'd take my Bible, I'd take my comic books, and I'd find a cave, and you'd never see me again. 
Would you say that we complete each other? No, I would not say that <laughs> in any way. <laughs> you totally complete. <laughs> <sighs> I would sing a song. Like? Like, uh, I forget. You Damn. know, a dream is like a river. No, 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 no. Oh. This is uh, Neil McCoy. We go hand in hand like a rhythm in blues. You know what I mean? You know no, I, mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Coffee needs a cup. You ain't. Never mind. <laughs> No, keep going. I can't remember it. I don't know this I went, one. I might know this one if you keep going. I'm, okay, okay. Fill the space while I think. Go ahead. Um, what about... Uh, never mind. I'm not going to sing that song. <laughs> All right. Uh, you we, got a friend. In is it going to be Older Women? <laughs> no, it wasn't going to be that song. Okay. So, it was a Garth song. All right. Locking in. Locking in. Passionate Men. You know which side the, the 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 horse you fall off of. We we all kind of get that. So, how can you become a passionate man? How can the guys out there listening know? All right, here's some easy things we can do to help discover these passions. And again, romance being one of them, maybe the the highest of them, but still, you should have these other passions too, right? Yeah. The first thing is, don't take your Bible and your comics into a cave. Yes, unless the cave is. By the beach, because when I go to the beach, he becomes a passionate man. I'm a passionate man. <laughs> Rawr. Yeah, my hands of hands of hands leather, leather turned, turned to, to silk. silk. You knew what Garth song I was going to sing. I knew exactly what you were going to sing. <laughs> but seriously, going to the beach um, that that does bring out passions in me. It makes me feel small um, in comparison to God's grand ocean, you know, and. And weak compared to the power of the waves crashing and knocking away dirt. And so that going to different places has helped me discover some of that. You know, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. Me, me, it's mountains. And uh, it just causes me to just count my blessings. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you sit back and think about just how blessed you are and how little you deserve that blessing, just kind of recalibrate your whole way mm-hmm. of seeing the world. The still silence, huh? Because mm-hmm. you don't... You don't de- in the business of life, you don't always do that, huh? That's good. That's good. Trev? I also like the ocean. Yeah. I think the ocean's super cool. I like watching the waves crash on the rocks. And I saw a video the other day where uh, this guy said when that hurricane came through, he said the ocean like Dude, I saw out, pictures of it. And it was like 12 miles out there. He's yeah. Like, Hopefully this doesn't all come back at once. Oh, it did. Like it did. the power totally. of that would be insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, the Texas State Fair was, uh, was a good time. That helped. Uh, that helped show you your passions. Uh, Anyways, Texas State Fair is fun. Did you have some fried Oreos? No. Did you go by yourself? Also, no. <laughs> Let me ask you this. This is an important question, all right? Yeah. Because I've known you for what? Twelve years. Twelve, fifteen years. I don't know. And you have always said, since the line originated in Friends, Joey doesn't share food. You've always said Trevi doesn't share food. So let me ask you He's something, me that many Mr. Passionate Lover. I don't share food with my friends. That's what I say. <laughs> All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So <laughs> trying the different experiences. <laughs> we'll just put that under new experiences. Um, helps bring out the passions. Um, new places, new experiences, knowing yourself. Um, what's uh, What else can we do to help try to drum up some of these passions? Have friends that uh, are a good influence. 
yeah. can, that have good passions themselves. Yeah, so the... Uh, Seeing the, passion in other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the fact, the data is in, and it's something like 89% of men don't have a best friend. Um, they have someone they would say their best friend. They'd Ron Swanson it, right? What does Ron Swanson say about his friend? He said, we still get together and never talk sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> best friend I ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know lots of guys with a best friend like that. Uh, or that try to turn their wife into their best friend, and, and there should be a... That should be the most intimate relationship you have, but, but guys need guy friends. Um, ladies need lady friends also. Um, and so you've got to, uh, you've got to have a best friend out there, guys. Someone that you can share your life with, your hopes, dreams, and fears. Um, that's going to help, help you as you drum up those passions. Um, cause uh, again, I've got these two guys who, who can look at my life and say, Hey, Mike, uh, you're not doing anything. You're, 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 you're just a windbag right now. Where's that I'm, fire gun? Yeah, exactly. Why are you in that cave, man? Yeah, get out of your cave, Mike, um, and drag me out if needed. Um, and that's that's what I need. Um, Trevor needs friends that are going to say, no, no, <laughs> no. Share. Bad Share. <laughs> no addiction. <laughs> no means no. <laughs> um, and Jamie just has his crap together. So <laughs> yeah, right. He gets to hang out with us. <laughs> he gets to call us on our crap. That's right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, tr- try these different things. Um, so I saw this super interesting video this week, um, and I'm not saying this guy's a Christian at all. Um, but Andrew Tate did an interview with uh, Pierce, whatever the British guy. You know what I'm talking about? Bronson. Pierce Bronson. Morgan. Pierce Meadows. Meadows. No, 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 not Meadows. That's a different person. I think it's Morgan. That's a person we actually know. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I think, think it's Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. yeah, Pierce Morgan. Yeah. Anyways, um, I knew it was a name. He was he was saying. Uh, you're telling people not to. Uh, first of all, he, he interrupted, interrupted Tate like a hundred times, um, seven times in in less than a minute. One time um, that that were counted. Anyways, he said, "How can you tell people not to go get their medication for their depression and this and that?" And he said, "I'm not saying that. I'm saying I helped someone out of depression. Um, you're saying I didn't. I'm telling you, I've got I've got the experience that says I did. Okay, well, what'd you tell him?" And, and Tate says, I told him to go get a six pack. He was depressed after his, his, his wife left him or girlfriend left him. And I told him, just, just go get a six pack and then email me back. I'll make sure to answer. Um, and, uh, he, he just went and started working out. Um, and, uh, and the, like Jamie said, the dopamine, the dopamine, is that right? But these endorphins and, and the getting himself out of the slump and the discipline helped drive him. Now, is he, does he have a hope that's eternal? No, it's still resting in his mortal body. And so he needs Jesus. Um, but there, there is something to discipline guys. Some of us feel really crappy all the time because we keep doing nothing. Um, and there's men need a drive. We need a purpose. And so get out there, find something, work out, um, sweat. It helps. I promise. <laughs> Who's yeah. it that Albert Einstein said that, uh, People that do the same exact thing, hoping to get different outcomes, is the That's epitome it. of insanity. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So, so challenge yourself physically, um, mentally. Read some books, right? Yeah. Listen to some books. Um, you want you want things that are going to give you something to ponder, mm. right? So, as we're we're closing out here, we got guys listening to the podcast. What are some books they can read or books they can listen to that will help them have something to ponder? C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. Classic. 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 
Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the same vein of uh, C.S. Lewis, and I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you towards Narnia <laughs> because um, just read, oh, the story, mm-hmm. just the story, the adventure, and helping see in your life as an adventure as well. Um, those two they, they they pair well together. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's classic. I mean, good evil mm-hmm. fighting for good. That's that's what men dig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, if you pair that with Joe Rigney's "Live Like Narnians," mm. you'll see those things. That Trifecta. People, you'll see those things that make people passionate. Yeah. Um, he talks a lot in, or he talks some in here about also poetry. Guys mm. don't do poetry very well. I don't think so. I mean, it's but, fine. Sometimes you, you, there's some, there's some beauty in poetry that's yeah. not in other literature. I poetry doesn't really do it for me, but but killer quotes do. You mm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh man, that was one sentence that that cut straight through my heart. You know what I mean? Um, or or will drive me in some in in some pa- passion less times. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh, along those lines, uh, one one that helped me was "Unsaved Christian" by I forget his name, but in in Sarah, I think is his last name. Um, that book. Open my eyes to the people claiming Christ that don't actually have him in him. And, uh, and it actually gave me a big purpose in life of helping lost people in West Texas who are good but are lost in their goodness. What else? Um, reading books that help with uh, developing vision mm. and uh, giving a man a mission for his life. Yeah, yeah. Example? Uh, we've, we've talked a lot about extreme ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, that dude, That dude's a baller, Jocko Willink. Uh, check out his podcast too. Yeah, designed to if lead you have by Guy. Six Gert. hours. Yeah, if you have six, to... he has like a two-hour podcast. Yeah, but... it's crazy. Anyways, another book, uh, designed to lead by Geiger, was it was also instrumental in helping us find purpose and leadership in in our mundane lives. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Paul Washer's any of his books, but Gospel Assurance is really good. I probably listened to that one five, six times, maybe. Um, so. Find something that's hard um, and that will help you lean into the things that you love or hate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's that's going to be key to, to getting in touch with passions is, is finding these things that you that you love or finding things that you hate and working against them, I guess. Yeah, slay those dragons, you know? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think that's good. Yeah, well, one, one that was mine is called Heaven by uh, Randy Alcorn. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great book, biblically based, just basically describing what heaven is and totally changed my outlook, my view, my understanding of what heaven is and made it something more tangible, concrete, um, something to look forward to rather than, you know, what secular world describes it as. The next paycheck, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, fellas. So again, be be passionate um, towards, towards your spouse to a men be a good husband um lean into romance do those things you know you should be doing um if you're like me and you're not good at them get on a routine just set reminders and send the notes and do the things you know you should do um uh, get on a routine there's nothing wrong with scheduling um your spontaneity <laughs> if you're not spont- spontaneous spont- spontaneous yeah if you're not that then make yourself that by being disciplined mm. Um, that's what I say. Cool. This is also the last one of this series. We're oh, done with archetypes. Up next is going to be good. You'll see. You see. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you uh, if you want to continue the conversation, go over to our 
<laughs> First cigar. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Go over to our Facebook group, Performing Manhood. Um, we can uh, we can have a discussion uh, about lover, about magician. Yeah, ask, ask Trev anything. Warrior. I've got all the tips on lover. Passionate. About lover. warrior and about kings. Uh, Especially passionate. Passionate. Why do, why do I have you guys this <laughs> <laughs> Also, don't forget to like, share, subscribe uh, to our podcast. And That's leave, right. And leave a review. That's it, fellas. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet, Trevor Cowan. And I am Jamie Jack of All Trades. You guys be sweet and show Jesus. Later. Later. Later.